says Dan. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. It's super sore. My best to get this pot and my throat's been on and off. Better. We had the wedding. Uh, went to my cousin's wedding. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wedding. Um, had a great time. Um, so I'm going to do my best to actually talk about this issue. And what I'm going to do is actually read a column uh, to you which is pretty much what I normally do. And then we're going to discuss it a little bit. And we're also going to, uh, from this column, we're going to venture forth into the whole nuclear war aspect. I hope everybody's, you know, had a great year so far. I know it's just the beginning. Listen, anybody that's having a hard time, a rough time, please hang in there. Things will get better. You just got to keep on going. Don't let anything stop you. All right? You got to... Tr- got to keep on fighting. You might get knocked down. You might get kicked down, but stay up on your feet. I believe in you. Hopefully this is coming in good because it's supposed to have four microphones uh, and it's in podcast mode. Again, I apologize for my voice. I'm going to do my best and hopefully it's not too annoying. Again, I'm so sorry uh, for any inconvenience. So we're talking... <clears throat> Sorry, we're talking about Valent Thor, which of course I spelled the damn name wrong. Uh, I tried to spell it right, and it kept on correcting me, so I thought maybe I was wrong. But now, looking back at the uh, mysteriesunsolved.com, you definitely want to check this out. It's it's a good article. I haven't read the whole thing. I'm doing what I always do, and it's pretty much just uh, shooting from the hip. So here we go. Uh, who is Valanthor, the stranger in the Pentagon? Valanthor, the extraterrestrial who lived and advised at the Pentagon for three years in the 1950s, he met with President Eisenhower as well as the vice president at the time, Richard Nixon, to warn something. The first mention of Valanthor appeared in the book Stranger in the Pentagon by Dr. Frank Strange which was presented to readers in 1967, the writer slash preacher who was engaged in the study of UFOs claimed that in 1958, he got his hands on pictures of an alien allegedly, allegedly flew from Venus. He persisted them as real proof of the existence of other civilizations at sermons and in evangelist centers so there's this picture here that they show on the web page um it's definitely it's interesting you can kind of see that they added a little color to it uh so what it says is valanthor the alien visitor from the planet venus no it doesn't show at least i don't think it shows the actual alien unless the alien looks just like us um it just shows a couple people sitting down taking notes, going over paperwork, stuff like that. Uh, so that is what we're dealing with. Again, I apologize for my voice, but we're going to keep on keeping on. Let's keep on going forward. At one of the meetings, Dr. Strange was approached by a Pentagon employee and offered to meet Thor personally. Was Valent Thor really from Venus? Why did he come to Earth? So the contents of this is Valent Thor's arrival, 
Valent Thor at the Pentagon, meeting with the president, features, features of the stranger, evidence of the presence of UFOs. Valent Thor, or Val Thor, as he's also known as, has been referenced a few times, along with his supposed siblings, or more notably from the Howard Menger contactee case from Highbridge, New Jersey, in the late 1950s. Definitely going to have to check that one out as well. This is one of the photos taken of the meeting by August C. Roberts, Val Thor, in the foreground, along with his siblings, Don and Jill, seated next to him, according to his story. All right, so... They got... These pictures, like I said, they look just like... And I'll end up, when I publish this, I'll end up putting the page on there uh, so everybody could just, you know, click the link and, and visit the page. But they look just like us. So that was confusing when they initially showed the pictures. Um, so they're saying that these pictures that look like human beings <clears throat> is actually uh, Valanthor or Valthor and his siblings. <clears throat> Valanthor arrived on the planet Earth on March 15, 1957, police officers patrolling the area were the first to find first <clears throat> first to find him. First, they saw an alien ship that slowly landed in a field near the city of Alexandria, Virginia. Then a tall man stepped out. He stopped to wait for the police to arrive. The alien asked law enforcement officials to arrange a meeting with the U.S. President Dwight Eisenhower. The police immediately contacted their superior, who relayed the stranger's request to the Pentagon. Soon agents of the National Security Service arrived at the landing site of the alien ship. They took the man to the Pentagon. He introduced himself as Valent Thor. That day, the alien made fun of the entire Pentagon security system. He easily bypassed it using only telekinesis. Thor used telepathy to communicate with the commander of the U.S. Navy. He was then introduced to Secretary of Defense Charles Wilson. Valent Thor at the Pentagon. Valent said that he flew to the planet Earth from Venus on the ship Victor 1. At home, he is a member of the Council 12 representatives. Oh, Council of the 12 representatives. <laughs> Of other worlds often turn to him for help. It helps to find solutions to their problems. Therefore, Thor is sometimes sent to different parts of the universe. But his main task is to maintain order in the Milky Way. He came to Earth in order to deal with the problem of increasing the stocks of nuclear weapons, which is which in the event of war can lead to a catastrophic of universal scale. <clears throat> the Pentagon, sorry, again, my voice, I apologize, anybody that's that's listening, I'm trying to go back and forth, uh, so please forgive me. <clears throat> the Pentagon staff tried to find out more information about the alien civilizations from Thor in various ways, but they could not achieve their goal. They tried to inject Valent with a special substance that was supposed to bring him to the surface. But during the injection, the needle broke. After that, Thor got very angry. 
He said that if someone else decided to approach him with such experiments, he would regret it very much. After that, the alien disappeared. Meeting with the president. Thor handed the president Thor handed the president, which it should say not the, but it should say Thor handed President Eisenhower a recording of the High Council leader's address. They offered Earthlings access to new technology and help in spiritual development in exchange for stopping the production of nuclear weapons. The president could not persuade the generals in charge of defense to stop developing new weapons. Then the head of the state granted Thor a special VIP status for a period of three years. During this time, he could meet and communicate with various high-ranking individuals to prevent a nuclear war. It is believed that Valent was also involved in several secret projects, one of which was the construction of underground military bases, including Area 51. Features of the Stranger. So now, again, it's, it's showing another picture uh, this one's in black and white and I'm going to read what it says. But again, the link of this website is going to be up on there soon after I publish this, um, for you to check out for yourself from left to right woman and a man next to her were the ones who gave Howard Menger and his wife Rose, the eight handed handshake. Wait, what? The eight hand handshake man to the left is the man who Howard claimed was a spaceman from the planet Venus. That's that's just very interesting. According to Dr. Strange, Thor was about 180 centimeters tall and about 85 <coughs> kilograms in weight. His skin was tanned and his brown hair was slightly curled. His eyes were brown. There were no prints or on the alien's fingers or palms. Thor had no navel. Valent said he was 490 years old. He was fluent in 100 languages. His IQ was 1,200 points, which is a hundred of hundreds of times higher than the average person's level of intelligence. He had the ability to appear and disappear at will. Now, is it possible? Yeah, of course it's possible that this is a person, maybe uh, human, just humans that are well way more evolved than us don't forget we don't use the full power of our own brains so it's not too surprising that if this is a real story if this really happened really took place that valent thor had such a high iq compared to us um and maybe because they unlocked the full capacity of their brain or maybe it even unlocked only half of the capacity of their human brain um, and 490 years old, maybe not so much human or their medical is just so good that, you know, they don't worry about dying. Uh, but it's, it's definitely, uh, very, very interesting for sure. Um, and again, I'm just going to kick in and out of it and, and go back and forth with this. Uh, and hopefully y'all enjoy Thor could take part. Thor could take a part the structure of his body at the mo- molecule level and assemble it elsewhere. Outwardly, the alien was not much different from humans, except that he had six fingers on his hands. He also had a huge but light heart, and instead of blood, copper oxide. So not much of 
Let me look at this picture here. So I'm looking at uh, I'm just looking at their hand, the picture again, and just was looking at their hands. It was just uh, very uh, interesting. Evidence of the uh, of presence of UFOs, the existence of the tourist-shaped alien ship is confirmed by the footage shown in 1995 by UFO researcher Phil Schneider. He even claimed to have personal, personally met a visitor from Venus who worked for the U.S. government. Schneider showed photos of the alien in his lectures to look more convincing. He was even called the UFO's witness, quote-unquote. <clears throat> but in fact, very few people believed in Phil's words. The picture he presented was dated 1943, and the Pentagon only found out about Valen Thor in 1957. <clears throat> this is the picture of Phil Schneider, president, showing a humanoid alien with his father image credit. Hmm. Huh. I mean, it's it's definitely interesting. I think you're gonna like just checking out the pictures that they have. Um, in addition, it showed a white-haired man who does not look like Thor from the footage that was leaked to the media in 1958. So there's even leaked footage, which I, I now remember. I'm like, it's been a while since I've read up on him, but this so far, this has had a lot of information of Alan Thor more than normal. Um, but Phil assured his audience that he was well acquainted with many of the government's secret projects. He said that the U.S. authorities signed the Grenada Agreement with the aliens in 1954. Phil also knew that the government had a special device that could cause an earthquake, and those alien beings were about to invade Earth. Shire claimed that he was one of those who managed to survive the shout-out with the aliens. The shootout, I'm sorry. Jeez. <clears throat> with the aliens a year after the information was made public the scientist was found dead in his own apartment wow so i wonder i'm sure it's going to get into it the official cause of death is suicide but according to some sources traces of torture were found on phil's body before the scientist's death 11 of his friends died under the same mysterious circumstances Therefore, many UFO researchers are sure that Schneider and his comrades were eliminated by the American Special Services because they knew too much and openly talked about it. Now, don't forget, there was also a lot of not just alien sightings, but if you've seen any aliens, UFOs, or paranormal or, or cryptid, especially back then, there was always the men in black sightings or not just the men in black sightings, but you always had like a law enforcement type of person. And then you all had a, another person normally looked like a park ranger or some kind of, you know, grizzled guy with a beard. Um, <clears throat> and always the same description as well. It's always the same with the men in black, always same with the, the, the two, um, people. So it's, it's very interesting that, you know, he passed away, but not only him, but 11 of his friends. That's not a coincidence. 
you can't call that a coincidence and, and dying in almost all the same manner um, and look like they was tor- they were tortured, you know, beyond. So he was probably tortured and, and didn't want to give up his friends. And he probably kept on going and said, who else did you tell this information to? Who else did you show this information to? And unfortunately, depending on what they did to him, you know, he gave up his 11 friends and it ended up, you know, dying in the end. But that was actually the end of the article. Okay, I thought there was going to be a little bit more than that. But uh, still, I'm going to do more and more. Uh, to me, this was just a, a very cool thing. And here's the deal. Now, we talked about Valenthor. I was talking about him last episode uh, a little bit. I couldn't remember everything about him. Matter of fact, I was calling him Thor Valent. Uh, but it is Valenthor. And... The thing is, and again, I apologize for my voice and any any noises you might be hearing. I'm, I'm hoping that somebody stays on here so I can make sure this is actually recording uh, what I'm saying. And it's coming in hopefully semi-clear. But here's the thing, right? This isn't the first time that we've heard about aliens saying, hey... Um, the nuclear, y'all got to stop with these the nuclear weapons. You can't do the nuclear war. Um, there's There's been a, where there were sightings over in Germany in World War II, right? And aliens apparently attacked one of their bases and, and uh, shut off their nuclear weapons. Which I honestly... <laughs> so, I, I wish that's what something they would do. Because to me, n- nuclear weapons... You know what? The the leaders of the world have to act smarter, man. This ain't this ain't the fifties anymore. This ain't you know twelve the twelve hundreds where we just go to war. We're we're hopefully a little bit more involved than that, and we really need to stop automatically going to war and not talking things out. And don't don't get me wrong, and a, a lot of people probably disagree with me. They're they're unfortunately sometimes to get peace you have to go to war but to use a nuclear weapon that all it's going to do is cause chaos across the world not just the country that you're using it in but the world right now i need y'all to listen real quick i get messages like news links sent to my phone all the time from my phone just automatically uh, always talk about nuclear, nuclear this, nuclear that, nuclear war. Russia, uh, you know, is, is ready to use their nuclear. North Korea is ready to use your theirs. China is ready to use yours. Now the U.S. is getting, saying they're going to use theirs. The U.K. is getting involved, saying, listen, unfortunately, I don't know. I know there ain't no leader in the world that's listening to this freaking podcast. There is no good outcome with this. Period. Zero. But I need the listeners, no matter where you live, y'all have to start thinking. All right? You have to start using your head. There's, Unfortunately, I, I, I hate to say it. Unfortunately, I don't think that there's going to be a... Just like a... 
I don't think it's gonna be like how it's been in the previous in the previous twenty some years where every now and then you you hear about nukes and nuclear warheads and you know one country wants to do this another country wants to do this. No, there's this talk is way different now, ladies and gentlemen. The talk about nuclear war is every day, a couple times a day, not just by the leaders, but by media, by uh, government officials. And you all need to prepare for what could happen. What I suggest you do is find a, a place that would be safe. I'd say about 150 miles at the very least from any major city. Spot it out on the map. Go there, check it out. If it, if you're or buy land in that area, if you can't buy land, go to a national park. Get a plan together for you, your family, your friends, your loved ones. Because unfortunately, things just seem like they're heating up more and more and more. Because for whatever reason, apparently we haven't evolved enough where we could just say, all right, let's see what's going on here. Let's see what we could do to fix this problem. We should all be on the same page. We really should, but there's so much crazy hatred in this world. And I mean, I know right here in the U.S., I can't talk for anywhere else. But here in the U.S., they are, they, they got what they're doing... <clears throat> what I call magic tricks, right? Slide of hand. Look over here. Look at my right hand. Don't look at my left. Look at my right. And don't worry about what the left hand's doing. Don't worry about if I'm taking something out of your pocket or if I'm, you know, I'm, I'm tying your hands together. You're not realizing that because I got you looking at my right hand over here. Ooh, it's doing something amazing. Um, <clears throat> and that's, that's really what's going on. The Epstein case, right? They a bunch of stuff popped up for that. Then then Epstein died. Uh, just Maxwell, highly. What's what's the upstate? You know what's the status of this? What's going on? She definitely has the names and information that's needed. Without Jeff Epstein being there, <coughs> she was there side side by side with him. She recruited. For government officials, for royalty, for, you know, famous people. But again, I'm just saying that's that's a side of hand because when that was going on, then all they're like, oh, no, check this out. We got the FBI going here. Oh, FBI going to Trump, FBI going to Biden. Uh, I think Mike Pence. Um, I think the vice president, Kamala Harrison, I think they did, too. Dude, they were all all over the place. Seeing all these government officials have these, like, just, you're like, oh, okay, what's going on? So, of course, that gets your attention because it's highlighted too. But what's more important to me, what's more important is that our children are getting abused. Not just here in the U.S., worldwide. World freaking wide. But again, that's another sleight of hand. Now, you don't see really in, in the major media a lot of talk about any kind of nuclear war. They're, they're the Grammys, 
and what happened at the Grammys, of course, get highlighted. Um, whatever Trump's up to, whatever Joe Biden did, all depending on what station you're look, you're watching. But you very far and few in between where you're looking at the news, a, me, a, a major news outlet, and they're saying something about a nuclear war possibility. But if you look around and you pay attention, unfortunately, it's there. And it's a high possibility. It's not It's not something small. So just please try to prepare yourself. Find a nice, safe area and, and you know, prep it if possible. Get, get cans and cans and cans of food. Cans of food will last forever. Um, matter of fact, go to uh, theconfessionals.com. Tony Merkel has a very cool, uh, in his store, he has a pretty much like a survivalist, like a little package area, like on his website, where in the store you could buy uh, food that lasts along like MREs, but tastes better. Um, Pretty much stuff that you could prep. Excuse me. But the thing is, please take this seriously. Uh, unfortunately, it's not something that's that's a joke anymore. It's just, it's been absolutely crazy. I was hoping somebody else would sign on real quick. I know I'm, I'm right at my normal time. Hopefully, y'all hear this and I don't have to try to do this all over again. Um, I'll try to listen to it. So hopefully, it's all right and sounds a little bit better than what I normally sound because like I said, I actually have these on the podcast feature right now. Um, but again, there's a lot of craziness going on in this world, man. It's it's absolutely insane to me. All this hatred for, and they're still trying to get the leftists, Democrats, Republicans, all trying to fight each other and argue with each other and hate on each other. Man, first and foremost, I'm a human being. And the way I was raised was you never judge a person by their skin or how they look. You judge the person by their actions, how they treat you and how they treat others. That's how you judge people. And unfortunately, nowadays, this younger generation wasn't allowed to receive spankings or get their butt whooped when they misbehaved or acted out or threw a fit inside a store. Now, that didn't stop me. I, I did what I had to do. If I, I've probably, my, my son is turning 17, my youngest one, and I spanked him three times in his entire life. And I'm, and I'm sure his mom has too. I mean, he's, he's a wonderful kid. But there's a lot of kids out there that <clears throat> don't receive that. I mean, heck, back in the day, they used to have the the damn teacher was allowed to smack you. I don't think I'd be okay with that. Um, but the parents should be the ones that are in charge of that. It's nothing to do. We we have too many things that we let the government control. And, and to me, I don't think uh, parenting 
is one of them. They shouldn't tell us how we parent our kids. Period. But there's a lot of stuff I don't agree that the government gets involved with. But that's not here. Here we are talking about paranormal, which I actually completely forgot to even mention because I was just trying to get through this podcast. But if you have a sighting or encounter, whether it's paranormal, cryptid, or UFOs, please feel free to send us an email. MIA podcast at protonmail.com. Again, that's MIA podcast at protonmail.com. And I promise I'll get back to you as soon as possible. I'm just doing a lot of these because I'm trying to get more and more emails up. I am going to try to get some some special guests on here uh, that hopefully y'all will like. Um, but that's, that's going to be a work on progress. And hopefully my co-host will eventually, and happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I, I'm a, I apologize. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, hopefully my co-host will eventually be my co-host, me on here with me. Uh, and share this lovely experience, especially when my voice is just about gone. Um, it feels like I got like little razor blades right now every time I talk going against my throat. But the thing is, there's a history of aliens showing up when it comes to wars. Anything to do with the nuclear, you know, agenda. And to me, the Valent Thor, you know, kind of in a way, I, I don't know if y'all, you know, do comic books. I'm sure you know uh, DC and Marvel, but from the DC side of things, he's kind of like a Green Lantern core guy, right? He protects his, his sector of uh, the universe. But I'm I'm trying to hang in, but my throat is really hurt, and I apologize again. Please forgive me. Hopefully, this sounds somewhat decent, and I don't have to do it over again. Uh, But thank you all for listening. Thank you for your time. Hopefully, when my throat actually heals up, I'll be able to put a normal length uh, podcast up and we're going to go a little bit more into Valent Thor. I'm going to do a little bit more homework. I want to see if I can find this video. And again, I will attach the, uh, link in the description once I publish it. But like I always say, ladies and gentlemen, take care of your, cho- take care of yourself, take care of each other. And show nothing but love to each other. It's enough of this hate and craziness. If you see somebody that needs help, whether it's a little old man that needs help crossing the road or an elf on the shelf that needs help reaching that top shelf, give him a helping hand. Love you, everybody. See you on the flip side.